Well, hi. Fancy meeting you here. Okay, so it's another episode of uh, whatever the fuck this is, and I'm your host, Fuckface. And on today's list of things to talk about is Mother's Day. Sarah was reading Sarah, My Girlfriend. In case this is your first episode, Sarah is my lesbian life partner. We have a donor-conceived child who is now three. And I'm 35. And... Okay, you know what? I do have good news. I don't want, Let's just forget all this Mother's Day shit. I want to tell you something good. Finally got some good news about something. Sarah, my girlfriend, is barren. She's currently barren. She's... Her... Her, um, I don't know how to put this. She has endometriosis, otherwise known as endometriosis. And we just found that out after spending, I don't know, thousands of dollars and a lot of, a lot of heartache. We found out that she has endometriosis. Long story. Listen to an episode called Clarice. It'll go into that in more detail. So we've been waiting since, oh God. How long has it been? I can't even remember. Like a long time, like months and months and months and months. I'm going to guess like eight or nine months for the surgery, the endometriosis surgery. They've got to go in and laparoscopically and, you know, slice some stuff, cut some other stuff, get rid of Clarice, the endometrioma. And we've been waiting for that. And hallelujah, praise the Lord. Uh, Sarah just got a phone call from the lady that does all the booking for surgeries, he's had an opening. So she's going to go in about a month to get, uh, I don't know, whatever lightsaber surgery they do. I don't know what it is. And yeah, so that's exciting. That means like we're on the road. Like once she gets that surgery, we have to wait a couple months. There's some kind of shots or something to make sure Clarice doesn't grow back and you just shoot her up with spunk and see what, see what happens. You know, it's really exciting for me. I know it's maybe less interesting to you, but very fun for me. I really want another baby and I'm getting fucking old and fat. Like every second that ticks by, I'm gaining about a hundred grams an hour, I figure. And, uh, I'm, I'm aging and I'm aging poorly. And I know that because I got my, my glasses. <sighs> okay. All right. Let's just, I trusted Sarah and her opinion of my glasses. I didn't even look in the mirror for the pair I actually chose. I was just humiliated and tired and blind. And I used Sarah as my mirror. I used her face, her reaction, as like a reflection in a mirror. Uh, note to self, use a mirror. Because th when I got the glasses home and I tried them on, I was like, wow. <laughs> okay, I would not have picked these. I should have looked in the mirror. And she's like, you can't be mad at me. I did the best I could. And I said, look, I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm certainly not mad at you. I'm mad at me for not looking in the mirror. I said, you were my mirror. She's like, I did the best I could. And I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry you have such a pinheaded girlfriend. It's not your fault. I, it's my disability. You just took it on and you are brave for doing so. Anyway, I look in the mirror and I just, it's just, I've got about an, like, cause my eyes are really close together. I'm just not an attractive person. I'm, I'm not even really nice either. So I don't really know what I have going for me. But anyway, I look in the mirror with these glasses and it sucks because now I'm living life in HD. Before I was just regular old, plain old, run-of-the-mill TV. And now all of a sudden everything's in HD and it's really cool in the sense that I can see now. Yeah, no, 
but I mean, and it's great that I can drive down the street and see individual blades of grass when I'm driving. That's cool. I can see street signs. Um, all that stuff is cool, but what's not cool is the mirror. I don't like that part of the HD experience. It's really not going well. I'm because all of a sudden it's like I haven't been able to see who knows since Malcolm, I bet. I bet you 2000, yeah, I bet you 20, 2011, 2012 was probably the last time I could see out of my old contact lenses. And, uh, man, so I've really aged a lot because that was like, what, three, four years ago since the last time I could probably properly see out of my contact lenses. So when I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh my God, what has happened? I need to like bathe in sunscreen and then start spackling shit because uh, I need the fraggles to do some work on my face. It's just, man, I did not need that. You know what I mean? God. Uh, anyway, so I really want to get Sarah pregnant because I feel like I'm getting really old and I don't just feel it. I'm, I am getting old. I look old. I think I look 40 and I'm 35. Now I do work outside, so I'm exposed to the elements all the time. So I do get a little bit of grace period there, but holy God. Yikes. So I want to get her knocked up. I want to be a dad again and like start the clock because I just like I'm going to be 36 by the time this kid's born and I'm not a spry 36 I'm a lump 36 I'm just a big mass on the on the couch I'm like I'm like a tumor on the couch I am the cancer that the couch has okay sorry about that the reason I'm doing this show is a to share my good news with you because I hardly ever get any and b electric Gary has a really good segment that I want to play but I'm going to make you wait just a little bit longer and if you ever find that you're just sick of me and you want to get to say Gary or Tails or Rose, wherever the hell Rose went, or Kendra, where the fuck did Kendra go? Everybody's dropping like flies around here. We need some fresh meat. Um, you can skip ahead. If you're listening through the podcast app or iTunes, you can just click ahead on the chapter and blow right past me and get to their segments. And if you want to listen to something twice for whatever reason, you just do that. The chapters are there. I put them in for you guys to use it however the hell you want. Um, okay, I went to the doctor this morning and it was good. It was a pleasant experience. I think the last time I went there, I was really upset and he was kind of just like rude and short with me. And I don't know if maybe he got a blowjob this morning or maybe we both woke up on the right side of the bed. He was extremely pleasant. It was a good experience. He's like, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I went for an x-ray and he showed me my x-rays. He compared my new x-ray to my old x-ray. It was really fun. I, I had a good time. So I don't know. I'm really glad he wasn't consistently, um, mean because that would really suck no one likes to go to a mean doctor anyway so i'm home again for two more weeks because i can't use my right arm anything or anything sorry but tomorrow i start physio here comes let's get physio physio i don't know what that means but everybody's like oh it's going to be painful so i'm assuming they're going to stretch and contort and uh, manipulate my arm to regain movement and i'm not looking forward to it because i don't like pain and i feel like i've been in pain for like six weeks and i just really like that to stop it would be great to just, like, I just miss the days where I could put my arms above my head, like both of them. Like sometimes I like to sleep with both of my arms above my head and now I can't do anything. I can't even wave them like I just don't care because I do care because it hurts. Anyway, so I'm kind of curious to see what physio is like because I've never had to do that. So that'll be exciting. Um, Malcolm and I went to the library the other day and I couldn't have made this up even if I fucking wanted to. We're, I'm getting him out of the car seat and there's a, there's two spots open beside me. I've got the last spot and then there's one on the edge and then one right beside me. 
And this lady comes peeling through this fucking parking lot in the library and she like pulls into the pulls into the spot furthest away from me, like two spots away. And I was just like, what the fuck? Because I'm standing there with a kid trying to shelter him, like making sure, you know, he doesn't get hit by a car or run away. And she just screeches in there, slams on her brakes. And I was like, holy fuck, what is your goddamn hurry? And then I hear it. She's listening to Danger Zone from the Top Gun movie. And, I, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who blasts that? And then I look in the mirror and it's like, or look, in, look through the window and I'm like, oh yeah. She's about, about 40, 45 and she has no shame. She's just blasting this music, not giving a fuck about anyone's potential opinion about her. She's just like, fuck it. The only thing that would have been, that would have made that story any better is if she was smoking a cigarette and she flicked it at my chest. That's the only thing that's making that story any better. Oh, I could not stop laughing. Holy fuck. You know what? Live your life. Live your life like it's 1986 forever. Okay, great. Because you know what? There's going to come a point where I'm like, oh, <laughs> what would I even blast? You know, it's funny. Okay. I really, I really liked Nirvana when I was young, but when I was, I was like 14, 15 when they were at their height and I can't, for whatever fucking reason, HBO Canada sucks monkey balls. It just fucking sucks. And you guys got to watch the, um, or the Americans got to watch the Kurt Cobain documentary or whatever. And I was so psyched about it. Like, I'm not a diehard Nirvana fan. I'm not. But I do like their songs, and I really like the way they sound. Like, it really appealed to my 14-year-old pot-smoking brain. It just, I love it. Like, it was just great. Like, could I name all of the, all of, I don't think I could even name two albums. I couldn't name most of the songs, but I like the way it sounds. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not all diehard Nirvana fan. I don't think I'm a diehard anything, but... I really wanted to watch the documentary. I think it was called Montage of Heck. And I'm really bummed that I can't. And I don't know, with HBO Canada, sometimes they'll show things. Like, we didn't get to see, was it Clear, Going Clear, or whatever, about Scientologists? And that fucking pisses me off. Like, when do we get to watch that? Do I ever get to watch that? I'd really want to see this Montage of Heck. Because they had, like, um, a video from... It's basically Courtney Love gave them access to a storage compartment, storage locker, with all of his shit in it. All of his little doodles all of his um, audio, every band he was ever in, um, videotapes from him being a child and stuff. Oh, I just thought that would have been cool to see. And I know a lot of people think he's like a selfish asshole for killing himself, but he's also, I don't know, a heroin addict. And maybe he suffered from like crazy depression. I don't think he was really thinking about everyone else's feelings at all. He just had a, a tiny, he made a poor choice. Okay, well, he made a couple of poor choices. One of them being Courtney Love, the other being the shotgun in the mouth. Anyway, I'm fucking bummed that I don't get to see that. That fucking sucks. Here's Gary. Hey, Sandra's Electric Gary. God damn, has it been too long? You know, you get busy, life passes and all that shit. So, been loving the shows, keeping up. Don't worry, I'm always here, always thinking of you, and always ready to contribute when the time finally comes in. Now is the time. So uh, this last weekend, a group of us got together at a friend's house. She's got this big, beautiful home, and she likes to put on what she calls a delicatat. I don't know. Anyway, some old Greek name for getting together and reading plays and drinking and having a generally fine time, and it is fun. Uh, this last time, we read a script of Star Trek The Next Generation, so a bit of a nerd fest. Um, not entirely my thing, but uh, it was definitely fun to be there with a the group, but as the evening progressed, uh, the host got progressively drunker and went on and on about how she did a show where she played a character of somebody who was a horrible person who pretty much killed a baby. 
because, but it was a comedy. You know, sometimes that can be funny. And she had friends that were friends of hers that, that actually got up and left like halfway through the show because they just couldn't take the idea of this person on stage being a horrible person. They couldn't seem to separate out the horrible act from the horrible character and, and find the comedy in it. So being too PC and, and finding a way to take the fun out of being horrible and saying horrible shit can, can really take the fun out of life. So if that's, if that's your problem, and I'm guessing most of your listeners don't have that problem, but if it is, lighten the fuck up. There's a lot of funny shit out there. So I've got a list of thoughts I've had over the last number of shows or even just thoughts I've had on my own, and uh, they may or may not make any sense, but here goes. I heard a statistic on another podcast, I think it was Joe Rogan talking about it, and uh, I looked it up, and it turns out it's true. Did you know that if you make $34,000 a year American take-home, and that's per person in the household, so at your job, uh, once they take out taxes, if you take home $34,000, and I'm guessing you do, or right around there, you are in the 1% of earners in the world, because there's so fucking many poor people in the world. So, uh, you know... They are now the 99 percenters, and we're the 1 percenters. So that, that feels kind of nice. Uh, let's see. Norwalk. I wrote down here Norwalk in really bad handwriting. It almost looks like I said homework. The Norwalk virus. Uh, you were talking about being horribly ill, and, and Sarah was shooting out in all directions. And uh, Mrs. Electric and I had the same thing happen a number of years ago. I was doing a job at the uh, local waste management place, the dump, effectively, uh, in their truck shop. And... Talked to this dude. We didn't make out or anything, you know, just a little light padding. And I go home that night and didn't have any alcohol that night, which was good because I start getting that kind of little bit of a hungover sick feeling. And then the next thing you know, it's puking and shitting and all kinds of horror for the next 24 hours. And then Mrs. Electra gets it. And so I was so thankful to be the one who did it first because if I saw her go through what I went through and then felt it coming on, it would have been cause for suicide. I mean, you're effectively a super flu as you're having it and realizing that that has killed millions of people and what a way to die because it doesn't take long before you're praying for death. Uh, there was a story on another show about the Women's Air Force Service Pilots or the WASP Corps. I'd never heard of this, but in World War II, all the men in America, well, pilots, uh, were were obviously men and they were overseas flying the planes and bombing the Germans or whatever was all going on then. So there were not a lot of pilots left here to deliver the planes there or to end a fly training missions and, you know, fly back and forth in the sky so they could shoot at you and shit. Well, they actually trained women to do that. Uh, there were over a thousand of them. I had never heard this. And there are still some that are alive today and can tell the story, but it was really a pretty fascinating thing that they, there were women that run, fly in these giant planes and, and up and seeing things in the sky and clouds and the things that they'd never had a chance to see before and never were going to have a chance. And then once the the men came back, they were just given a nice letter of, hey, we appreciate the work you did. Now go back to your regular life and, and make a pot roast. Kind of a strange place to put a person, you know, and especially in that time. So I, th I found that pretty fascinating. It seems like that would make a good movie. Uh, I had on my birthday a few weeks ago and uh, we went over, uh, I, I told a story last birthday, I think, or, or right around where we went to a, a soaking pool at this uh, cool hotel in Portland and uh, got hit on by some uh, swingers. So we go to Bend this time, which is in central Oregon, near where I grew up, actually. And the same company buys these old uh, 
dilapidated buildings and they remodel them and make them really cool and turn them into hotels and bars and, and restaurants and everything all in one place. It's uh, they're a ton of fun. So we were in the soaking pool there and saw pretty much the same couple. They didn't make advances on us or anything because they were way too into each other trying to make egg flour soup in the pool, which made me think the next morning they must just dip a big EPT stick in the, in the pool and see what comes out and then throw a chlorine tablet the size of a frisbee in there to kind of clean things up but it was a, a very nice time so the next morning we were having breakfast at the the restaurant and it's a nice classy place you know all dark woods and all that and i'm listening to the couple behind me uh talk about politics and talk about you know the economy and everything like that and it reminded me i saw uh, i think micah fox tweeted uh, a great little tweet that uh, have you ever eavesdropped on someone so long that when you got up to leave you thought you should say goodbye <laughs> Well, I'm eavesdropping on that, and on the other side of Mrs. Electric, all I hear is the couple farting <laughs> really loudly a couple of times, which, I don't know, is kind of a nice dynamic. Uh, but on the way back, we, we went to pick up our dog at my sister's house, and we're driving along the highway, like you do, because they're how you get from place to place. And lo and behold, I see a guy up ahead of us holding an American flag out, apparently hitchhiking, and as you get closer, I realized, it's fucking Captain America! So any listeners out there who see Captain America out on the highway doing some uh, hitchhiking, we gotta we gotta find a way to network this guy. I don't know what his story is, but I really wanted to pick him up and take him to dinner. Um, oh, your X-ray, Mrs. Electric saw your X-ray, saw that uh, that was a pretty good break, and uh, she sends her love because she takes X-rays and teaches about X-rays. She knows that shit. Um, people talking about trying to quit smoking. Um, I want to say Rainbow Bright and Lisa. Um, our friend Dory, uh, single woman, great, great fun. She's a theater person. She's, uh, she's a, a hoot, um, little older, you know, fifties, something like that. Well, she got a, she was repetitively sick and, and had a, had a, an x-ray taken and they found a spot on her lung, which she thought pretty good chance it was cancer because she does smoke too. And she's quite relieved to find out that it's not. And, uh, it's trying to stay off the cigarettes, but it sounds like it's really tough. So anybody out there, do yourself the favor. Uh, let's see, back on injuries, uh, Mrs. Electric had a frozen pork roast fall out of the freezer and smack her on the end of her toe and, uh, might be broken, but she's, uh, sending her sympathies your way, knowing, knowing the pain of, uh, dealing with pigs. And, uh, the last little thing, uh, I put a, uh, I sent Sandra a, uh, an email, uh, alerting her to a fantastic Twitter account, Los Feliz Daycare. It's, uh, a lot of fun to see them poking fun at the uber PC, uber progressive, feed your kids soy and and make sure that they do everything in just exactly the right way, people of uh, Southern California. So if uh, you'll find it funny, unless you perhaps live in Los Feliz. So I'm going to say uh, that's love from uh, Oregon and that's Electric Gary. Everyone loves Electric Gary. You can't not like Electric Gary. He's just great. He's just great. Thank you so much, Gary. I wish you'd send things more often, but I'll take whatever the fuck I can get. So thank you very, very much. Look, if you can't laugh at a dead baby, something is wrong with you, sir, not me. Okay. If you can't laugh at a dead baby, no, I'm just kidding. That's really, <laughs> it really freaked people out. Uh, I used to do a show called Return to Sender and I was pregnant during um, that show's whatever going on or whatever. And it would really freak people out. I would make uh, quite a few inappropriate dead baby slash retarded baby jokes on that show because I was pregnant and I thought it was funny, but I think it just really, 
like disturbed people and freaked them out because I was pregnant. I'm, I guess I was supposed to be sunshine and rainbows and, you know, clutching my stomach and smiling because I have the whole wide world right in my womb. Aren't I heavenly? Aren't I glowing? Aren't I fucking glowing? Uh, yeah, so I like a dead baby joke, but I mean, everybody has a line. Like, everybody... I, I personally can take a lot of shit if it's funny, but then if you, you know, like, whether or not something's funny is relative, but I guess my point is, if you have a punchline and you're trying, I will listen to just about anything, I think. If you have a punchline and you're trying. Okay. All right. Okay. Um... You know, knowing I'm 1% of the earners in the world makes me more sad than anything else because it's like, fuck, like, look around. Could you imagine? That That must include every sheep herder, goat herder. Does that include prostitutes, I wonder? Have to look into that. Look into that. Um, my x-ray. Um, I don't really know anything about the x-ray. He showed me it again today, and it's apparently like the dark part was where I broke it, so I really smashed it pretty decently, which explains all of the pain that I've been experiencing. So thanks, Mrs. Electric, for for being so kind to thinking about me. And I've also dropped something extremely heavy on my toe, and it makes you want to um, drive your fist through like a plate glass window. That's what it feels like the next logical step would be. You know, that's how that's how I feel. Um, your Los Feliz um, overprivileged people Twitter account thing, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, I kind of feel like a bit of a coward and a kind of a hypocritical bitch, but I always feel like a hypocritical bitch because I'm a hypocrite. Soccer with Malcolm, it's just, um, I just, I'm not ashamed of being gay. And I actually reached out to one of my listeners that is gay and has like 100,000 kids that are gingers and she's really nice. Like, can I just get some help like I just don't know how to deal with this because I'm not ashamed that Sarah and I are together I'm not ashamed of my family I'm not ashamed of how he was conceived and I never ever ever want him to feel that way but having said that okay and you know I heard I watched a movie somewhere and someone said um if someone makes a whole speech and then they say but everything before that but was a lie and I don't want to feel that way but listen um I just don't want to. I feel like I don't want to be friends with any of these people. I don't want to watch them, you know, oh, my uncle's gay. Uh, my third cousin twice removed is gay. Do you know him? His name's Bruce. It's like, yeah, here's a tip. Every gay man between the age of 25 and 45 is named Bruce. If you name your kid Bruce, you might as well get him some rainbow stiletto heels. Okay? It's just, just what it is. Okay? It's not that I'm ashamed. I want to reiterate that. It's that I don't want to invest in these people. I don't I don't want to make things complicated. My kid is there for 45 minutes. Um, I don't want to... I just want to wash my hands of the whole thing. I just want to be like, okay, well, go play soccer. Like, why do we have to pretend to give a shit about each other? Why, like, I just, okay, I'm, you know what? You're right. I'm being a total pussy. I'm pussying out. Sarah's really mad at me because she's like, don't hide. When I go up there to, and I'm like, what? No one's going to say, is this your spouse? Or where's your husband? No one says anything. They just say, oh, okay, you're Sarah. That's Malcolm. Great. Because she only, she's the one who signed him up, right? So his name, her name is attached to my name. Sorry, I got a text. Very unprofessional. And uh, 
no one's saying like, where's your spouse or who is this? Because if anybody said, who are you? I would say I'm Malcolm's other mom, but no one asked. So, ah, fuck, you know what? You're right. God damn it. I'm totally taking the fucking fink way out on this. And I can rationalize it in whatever way I want. But what it comes down to is that I should. All right, fine. Yeah, okay, you're right. The next time I go to soccer, I'm going to bring a rainbow flag and uh, get on one knee and proclaim my love for my wife and then hug my son. Fine. Yeah, okay, you're right. Okay. Just needed some talking into there. I just wanted to... Just don't want to it's not out of shame it's just laziness though do you know like i don't i don't want to explain everything and like get the weird looks and it's not even necessarily a judgmental look every time it's like a, well how the fuck did he happen then if you're so gay because they're not going to ask they're just going to assume that one of us wasn't so gay not so long ago that's what they're going to think i just ugh, fuck. all right okay all right i gotcha okay no problem you know, why do I even talk to you? I don't want to hear the truth. I'm here to, what, entertain? I don't think so. Not this show, anyway. All right, I think that's about it. I can't think of whatever the fuck else I was going to talk about anyway. All right, I will bring, I will, I will not hide next week, probably. Or I will hide, and I just won't talk to you about it. How do you like them apples? Okay, great. I don't know. That's the end of the show. Check out uh, the Garbage Hill Podcasting Network. Put us in your favorites on Stitcher. Leave a fucking iTunes review, please. I'm just feeling down in the dumps about this whole podcasting thing. And I just want, ugh, whatever. You know what? I wish I was your lesbian mom. Because if I was your lesbian mom, you would have left an iTunes review because you care. But to those of you who have made donations, God bless you. God bless you, everyone. I got two last week and I can't tell you, man, that makes me feel like a million fucking bucks. And it actually, the money's really good. I really enjoy the money because it's going to mean that this next year will be free. So I won't have to beg you for money this time. Well, not for six months anyway. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much for contributing. I think uh, we should be okay this year. But, you know, if you ever want to throw some money, you can. It's uh, changeofaddress.podbean.com. If you want to. You don't have to, but I appreciate it if you do. Right. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, Sandra D. Sanchez. You can friend me. I'm not weird. You can follow me on Twitter. I don't really do anything there, but I'm there. And you can like the change of address Facebook page and maybe post something sometime. I'm not going to, so you might as well. And that's all I can think about saying right about now. So I'm going to play a little clip of what I like to call an example of Malcolm the salesman. He never stops. He just doesn't stop. If he wants something, he will not stop. I don't know if that's a three-year-old thing, a three-year-old boy thing. Or just uh, something, maybe I did it too. I'm sure I did. He's always like, you know, he's got the double guns. Like he's trying to sell me a piece of shit fucking used car. All right, I'll play that and I'll talk to you guys probably sooner than later. Maybe Sarah will come on and she'll tell us about her excitement slash nervousness. I just sent her a text that says, let's make a baby. Oh, I hope we make a baby. I hope we make a baby someday soon. Although I'm really afraid of being the non-pregnant woman. And I'm kind of scared of being the non-birth mother. Because as a birth mother, you just have a boob. You've got the magic, you've got the magic juice. I don't know how to cope with a kid without a magic juice. Like, what am I going to do? You're right, Benadryl. Benadryl spritzers. Absolutely. Why didn't I think of that? Jesus Christ. All right, have a good one, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. When I was in your tummy, I didn't like it in there. Why? Because there were no toys in there. Oh. Do you remember what it was like in there? I I do remember. What was it like? It was like it had no toys. 
Okay, that makes sense, yeah. But I want to bring all my toys in the tummy. You want, what kind of toys? There's not much room in my tummy for toys. But I'll just use two toys. Okay, okay. But not one, just two. Good. You're always closing, Malcolm. ABC, that's you. What's ABC? Always be closing. You're a salesman. I'm not a salesman. <laughs> Don't tell me that.